0: Proceed. Frataloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic podcast number 230 on this day, September 18th, 2019. It was 93 degrees on this day back in 1891 and 32 degrees in 1929.
1: And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic. With Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Haidt in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop, here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Suchere. uh Rick uh,
0: Grosshong down in Edmond, Oklahoma. Uh, has corrected me. I said the uh, Supreme Court has a lot of six to five decisions. Unless you, Mayor, have added two new justices, there are still just nine, so the closest votes are five to four. I was I was going to say that when you
2: said it, but I didn't want to be, you know, Mister FYI. Well, I think you should have said it. I mean, like if I'm obviously,
0: dad. I mean, I was I was flashing out just numbers,
2: <laughs>
1: you know.
3: Well, but in your defense, you're not allowed to do math. That's somewhat yeah. math, sort of. I got a cup. Michael and Bismarck says the same. Thing. Bismarck.
4: Yeah. Huh and uh we had an extensive uh extensive discussion about this off the air being corrected by people who actually have the time to pause the tape and go to google <laughs> well, and then no, make us all look like it's inexcusable for me not to have remembered that there are no you're human. you're yeah. human yeah. well somewhat
0: <laughs> <laughs> it depends on who you ask <laughs> i gotta start with the climate because there's a lot of news
1: here uh
0: let me start with this uh, I noted this uh, today in the uh, buried deep within the pages of the Pioneer Press. By the way, I was just leaving my home this morning to go buy newspapers because the guy was late again.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And as I'm leaving, he arrived, and I joshed with him. I said, "Hey, come on, man! You hey. got to get here earlier." And yeah. uh, the oh, poor bastard gets up at two thirty in the morning. No. He has seven hundred and fifty papers. I said, wow. well, you got to get." You got to get a new guy for or gal for this route, and he said, "I am. We're doing that." So he's got to cut back. He's got too many deliveries.
3: Wow, wait a minute! 750. So does he go
0: fifty?
6: he go down to the paper to pick up all? He's the... got to pick him
0: up at some central point. Wow. Yeah, I always was. I always thought he was just lazy. Hell no, he's overworked. How bad did you feel after you found out he was up at two? Well, I didn't say anything mean to him. Oh, okay. You just we started. were joshing. Does,
2: does he deliver
0: both the papers you received? He, mine, he mine believes uh, he delivers the Wall Street Journal, the Tribune, and the Pioneer Press. Yeah,
2: okay, you only all three. Sorry, yeah, mm-hmm. I get two. Sorry, from
6: the same guy.
0: Yeah. Which two? (laughs) Washington, D.C. Members of Congress hailed Swedish teenager Greta Thunberg as a superpower for her work to spark a worldwide youth-driven push to fight climate change. Massachusetts Senator Ed Markey said the 16-year-old Thunberg and other young activists bring moral clarity to the fight against global warming. That's not where we need moral clarity. More on that later. Markey and Thunberg were part of an invitation-only forum Thursday at the U.S. Capitol. We hear you, he told her, vowing that lawmakers will redouble our efforts because time is running out. <laughs> <laughs> time is running out to reshape the entire American landscape, using it uh, using as your shield this climate nonsense. Uh, Thunberg was not impressed. She told Markey and other Democrats to save your praise, adding that she and other activists don't want it. And then she twirled her cape around her.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Up, up and away. (laughs) (laughs) Especially
0: if officials intend to talk about climate change without doing anything about it. And we're running out of
5: time.
4: Meanwhile, rainforests are burning, burning down. Thank uh, you. I noted this today too. We're burning down <laughs> forests to make. <laughs> Why wafer? don't the Greta Thunbergs of the
0: world stage their concerns in a place like Indonesia, right now, which is choking on fires that are set by farmers who want to clear the land
4: so they can grow a more productive palm tree crop? We don't do that in this country. Right. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we could follow through on all of these warming initiatives, and we could get rid of cars and coal plants and everything, and we would not make a dent, not one bit of difference in the global warming issue. Morons.
0: Climate activists are now flocking to support groups to treat their eco-anxiety. A growing body of evidence suggests climate activists the world over are increasingly suffering from eco-anxiety, experiencing mental health episodes triggered by the stress of worrying about the Earth's pending doom.
4: (laughs) Yes.
3: You? Oh, these <laughs> psychologists are geniuses. This was
4: also in the strip yesterday, and it just cracked me up. These poor kids can't sleep at night. In order to
0: combat the condition, climate anxiety support groups are cropping up, and uh, the seats are filling up. The Daily Beast reported on the rise of climate anxiety groups in the U.S. calling the gatherings the new self-care. In order to meet the rise in demand, counselors and clinicians are getting trained on how to treat this special group of patients who feel weighed weighed down by the doom and gloom (laughs) surrounding the movement. More than 250 people have participated in Good Grief, a 10-step eco-anxiety program which mimics the structure of Alcoholics Anonymous. We created the program we needed, and we're kind of shocked with the level of growth, explained co-founder Laura Schmidt. We've personally done 10 rounds of the program with participants, and more are on the way. Activist Lin Wang told The Beast she decided to launch a support group after becoming overwhelmed by the crisis last year. People would say, isn't it great that the world is ending in 12 years? It's in the back of people's minds and it's constantly over our heads. This is mental illness, ladies and gentlemen. This is mental illness to think the Earth's going to end in 12 years. And a shorter uh, span for that for, for uh, Miami. There's a real fear <laughs> for the next generation, Wayne continued, thinking about our future. I can't imagine planning for the future when we only have 12 years.
4: Break <sighs> glass, smoke, smoke lucky. lucky. You know? Uh I can't
0: finish this. I can't stand it. That makes me think I
4: should fire up my hug a cow thing. These people need some therapy, some well, cow hugging therapy. On the off chance that any of them might stumble upon the
0: Garage Logic podcast here, abroad, wherever, I have some good news for them. <clears throat> Representative Alexandria Ocasio Cortez recently suggested Miami would disappear in a few years. Due to climate change, (laughs) the U.N. is convening a climate action summit next week, and climate activist Greta Thunberg is on Capitol Hill this week, telling lawmakers they must act soon. A 16-year-old Swedish citizen is telling us what to do. Okay. But while data from NASA and other top research agencies confirms global temperatures are indeed rising, a newly compiled retrospective indicates the doomsday rhetoric is perhaps overheated. (laughs) Hmm. The conservative-leaning Competitive Enterprise Institute has put together a lengthy compilation of apocalyptic predictions dating back decades that did not come to pass, timed as Democratic presidential candidates and climate activists refocus attention on the issue. The dire predictions, often repeated by the media, warn of a variety of impending disasters, famine, drought, and ice age, even disappearing nations, if the world failed to act. An Associated Press headline from 1989 read, Rising Seas Could Obliterate Nations. The article detailed a UN environmental official warning that entire nations would be eliminated if the world failed to reverse global warming by the year 2000. Then there were fears that the world would experience a never ending cooling trend in the Northern Hemisphere. That claim came from an international team of specialists cited by the New York Times in 1978. And years earlier, Time magazine echoed other media outlets in suggesting that another ice age was imminent. Telltale signs were everywhere, from the unexpected persistence and thickness of pack ice around Iceland to the southward migration of warmth-loving creatures like the armadillo. The magazine warned in 1974. <laughs> the Guardian similarly warned in 1974 that space satellites show a new ice age, a new ice age coming fast. In 1970, the Boston Globe read the headline, Scientists predict a new ice age by the 21st century. The Washington Post published a Columbia University scientist claim that the world would be as little uh, as 50 or 60 years away from a disastrous new ice age. And see, that blue stuff didn't scare anybody. That's why they kind of faded over into the red. (laughs) Some of the more dire predictions came from Paul Ehrlich, the uh, biologist who famously urged population control to mitigate the impacts of humans. Ehrlich, in 1969, warned that everybody would disappear in a cloud of blue steam in 20 years. And the New York Times reported that. According to the Salt Lake Tribune, Ehrlich warned of a disastrous famine, urged placing sterilizing agents into staple foods and drinking water. Uh Uh-oh. Those predictions were made around the same time former President Richard Nixon created the Environmental Protection Agency. Uh, Since then, the U.S. has adopted a series of environmental reforms. Years after those initial predictions, media outlets and politicians continue to team with claims of of apocalyptic scenarios. It's not happening. Earlier this month, leading Democratic presidential candidates held a town hall on the issue and warned about the existential threat posed by a a changing climate. Well, they're they're just wrong. Before the end of the month, 2020 candidates are expected to have another forum. Okay. Uh, in 2008, ABC released an ominous video about what the world would look like in 2015. As the video warned about rising sea levels, a graphic showed significant portions of New York City engulfed by water. <laughs> Al Gore himself famously predicted in the early 2000s that Arctic ice would be gone within seven years. At the end of seven years, Arctic ice had undergone a period of expansion. Whoops. <laughs> and, and again, uh, Obama was on top of this stuff. Oh, heavens, yes. He was a mouthpiece for this
3: stuff. Yeah. What's what the his hell latest? did he buy an oceanfront <laughs> yeah, estate for at sea level? sea level? John Kerry, we got to get ahead of the storm. Right. Just save
0: a
4: lot of money getting ahead of the storm.
6: We got to pay for that, don't we?
4: All I know is we need to say goodbye, our final goodbyes to Miami. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a few years. Yeah, it's, it's
1: just over. a few years. It's
0: <laughs>
4: over. All right. Uh, let's take a short break.
1: Coming to the Twin Cities, Saturday, October 19th at the Ames Center in Burnsville. It's the Fabulous Armadillos. Music, video, a multimedia deep dive into the 60s, 70s, and the Vietnam War. The Fabulous Armadillos present What's Going On, songs from the Vietnam War era. Through songs and imagery, with hope and inspiration for a better tomorrow. Incredible show.
4: The veteran stories, so much emotion.
1: The Fabulous Armadillos present What's Going On, songs from the Vietnam War era. Tickets at Fabulous Armadillos. You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere.
3: Is this the Hollow? Yep. This one is uh, Hills and Roads. That's the one I like the Standing best.
5: In a hollow.
3: Isn't it a holler?
0: Actually, it should be pronounced holler. holler. Yeah, holler. 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 The crick runs through the Till holler. Billy elegy. <laughs> Them were holler people. <laughs> the crick runs through the holler. The crick runs through the holler. <laughs> <laughs> and grandma got a shotgun on her porch.
5: <laughs>
0: uh, I don't know if this is a uh, headdressing. It's too insidious uh, to be headdressing, it's too lack of moral clarity to be headdressing. There is a clothing outfit that's uh uh called Beastroy capital B capital S T R O Y Beastroy they have sure sh- they're showing off a line of school clothing themed shirts in its spring 2020 collection the hoodie selection includes shirts bearing the names Sandy Hook Columbine Virginia Tech and Stoneman Douglas and each is complete with small distressed holes appearing Ooh. to replicate bullet
2: holes wow oh that's yeah
0: Alabama Based Fashion House Beastroy, which specializes in neo-native menswear, I have no idea what that means, showed off its latest designs on Instagram. The company posted several pictures of models donning the brand's new collection while strutting the runway during the New York Fashion Week. Followers were quick to rebuke Beastroy for trying to profit off tragedies. On the photo depicting a model wearing a Sandy Hook shirt, one woman wrote... As a Sandy Hook family, what you are doing here is disgusting, hurtful, wrong, and disrespectful. You'll never know what our family went through after Vicki died protecting her students. Our pain is not to be used for your fashion. There's a picture of one of these things, see?
4: Neo-native is an idea about identity, how one chooses to identify, and a question of what a person feels connected to as a native. Well, they're connected to idiocy. In this case,
0: yeah. Beastroy was co-founded by Brick Owens and Dieter Grams, who both made public comments. Uh, the Independent reported that Owens wrote on an Instagram post about the collection saying, sometimes life can be painfully ironic, like the irony of dying violently in a place you consider to be safe, controlled environment like a school. We are reminded all the time of life's fragility, shortness, and unpredictability. Yet we are also reminded of its infinite potential. I, he, so he's defending this. Grams told NBC News at Bestroy, we have always used our platform to shed light and begin conversations on overlooked issues from reality. Uh, there's it, School shootings have not been overlooked. We wanted to make a comment on gun violence and the type of gun violence that needs preventive attention and what its origins are, while also empowering the survivors of tragedy through storytelling uh, in the close, Art's job is to wring emotion out, Graham said. Art? No, he, he's a crackpot.
4: Art? It's art now. It's not even clothing. Their mission, though, has been accomplished, because here we are talking so about it. So is it
2: headdressing? It.
4: No, it's advertising. Yeah. It's brilliant marketing.
2: The, uh, because go ahead, go ahead. There, I'm on their website. A normal T-shirt costs 135 dollars. What? Yeah, with a, a logo. What? What would the logo be? Oh, they have different ones. There's yeah. one: "Sweet Scream's Life's Hard," mm-hmm. uh, "Angry Bee." I just Oops. think that uh,
6: my Google account keeps overcorrecting to destroy.
2: You no, know, that's it's destroy. Right. Hoodies for $400. Oh,
6: wow.
4: My favorite T-shirt, one, I, I don't know what happened to it, in really small letters across the front, it said, get the bleep away from me. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was my, my favorite.
2: <laughs> I've always been partial to the T-shirt that says, bleep you, you bleeping
4: bleep. Yeah, I think I also had that one. All those T-shirts got thrown away when we had kids, uh, when Ben came. Is that
3: every possible way to use the F-word? <laughs> uh, pretty much, I, I think, think so. <laughs> uh Ed
0: Markey is uh, uh, hailing Greta Thunberg for providing moral clarity on the climate. That's not where we need any moral clarity. We need it at the street level. A New York Post story, a Long Island teen was fatally stabbed at a strip mall near his high school as dozens of other students pulled out their cell phones to record the fight rather than help him. Oh. We're falling apart, people. Cassine Morris, a 16-year-old senior at Oceanside High School, was stabbed once in the chest Monday afternoon during an apparent dispute over a girl. He later died at a hospital after many of the 50 to 70 teens who gathered nearby recorded the attack and made no attempt to stop it, Nassau County Police said at a news conference Tuesday. Kids stood there and didn't help Cassine, Detective Lieutenant Stephen Fitzpatrick told reporters, according to Newsday, they'd rather video. They videoed the death instead of helping him.
4: It doesn't surprise me.
0: Well, it, it, it gets worse. How, how can it? Oh, you'll see. A teen reportedly wanted to shoot 400 people for fun at her old school. Then police discovered an AK-47 at her home. Authorities arrested Alexis Wilson, 18, after she reportedly voiced interest in carrying out a mass killing at her former high school. She was charged Monday with a felony for making a terroristic threat. Law enforcement also uncovered an AK-47, six magazines, and a 12-gauge shotgun in her bedroom after executing a search on her home. Wilson, an employee of Pizza Inn in McAllister, Oklahoma, told a co-worker Sunday that she purchased a brand-new weapon, an AK-47. Wilson boasted about the weapon and allegedly told the co-worker how much she resented her former high school peers at McAllister High School. Wilson reportedly added that she wanted to shoot 400 people for fun. The unidentified co-worker reported the exchange to their boss who called local police. Uh, Pittsburgh County Sheriff Chris Morris told KTUL-TV that the department takes threats seriously. Uh, They're going to investigate. A female can pull the trigger just as easily as a male, Morris said. It's rare. It's different. I don't know. There's been a female accused of this. Wilson has pleaded not guilty and is being held on $250,000 bond. Wilson, who reportedly behaved erratically during questioning, has a history of concerning behavior. While in high school, she was suspended for bringing a knife to school and then again after reportedly displaying Nazi swastikas on her personal belongings. During her sophomore year of high school, Wilson attended Camp Thunderbird, a military academy, after exhibiting troublesome behaviors. KTUL reported that Wilson has been unable to complete her education as of yet. After completing the Thunderbird program, she attempted to enroll back into McAllister High School but was rejected. Uh, She reportedly attempted uh, to take night courses to obtain her GAD uh, because her pizza
4: job wouldn't let her take day classes. She's bad at math. Mm -hmm. She has six magazines, assuming each magazine holds, holds 30. Uh, My math says that's 180 rounds. She's not going to get 400, huh? No. Wilson's
0: mother, Sonia Smith, said that she didn't think anything about her daughter possessing weapons because her daughter is a longtime hunter and marksman.
3: She exhibited some red flag signs there. Was it a single family home? Did I miss that part? Uh, I don't know. There's no mention of a dad. Well, I just—the only reason I ask is you said you only referred to mom. But what? What the hell? Here, parents.
0: Mm -hmm. On Facebook, she liked a documentary about the 1999 Columbine High School massacre. Yeah, she's got some red flags that should have been taken up by a mother who wasn't a complete idiot, (laughs) right?
6: Yeah. I mean, yeah, Yeah. you would know that no matter any. You would have an inkling at least if if there, somebody was off track, if your child was off track.
4: What was the uh, what was the thing she attended? The military training? The Thunderbird Academy. I've never heard of that. Time for the Google.
0: Um, I it's uh, hey, you you couple these stories with what's taking place in Minneapolis and. You realize that uh there is no answer there is no answer uh, how that young lady can be healed I have no idea I'm prepared to uh, give up on the gangsters who beat up the guy at uh, outside target field right. I don't think they're savable oh right oh right
1: right I don't well, think
0: there's anything to save there's no, there's such a vacuum there that I don't know how you could reintroduce anything
1: because oh.
3: I don't think it was there from the get-go and Kenny mentioned this yesterday but time away and incarceration is only going to make them worse and resent society even more hardened criminal criminals is what they're we need to elect people who believe in
0: a police presence for purposes of keeping the public safe and uh, fry has requested more cops uh they're fighting him on that and uh melvin carter who is tone deaf to the time he is living in has requested a a cut of five police officers uh, presumably because I suppose if you have fewer arrests, the crime statistics go down. Sure.
6: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you look
0: a little better in your job. Well, the
4: Minneapolis Park Board, though, they're going to get on top of that. Yeah,
0: I got that coming up here. We got to we gotta talk
4: about it. Let me pause a second. Yeah. Uh, Thunderbird Academy appears to be legitimate and appears to be trying to do good. Uh, nationally well, recon- I didn't suggest didn't, no, it wasn't. No, I, I was just wondering about it. It's a nationally recognized program offered through the National Guard and the Oklahoma Military Department. Established as one of 10 pilot programs in 93, Uh, it's currently graduated over 3,000 of Oklahoma's youth, both male and female. Is this post-secondary, Kenny? uh, I can't tell. Here's the mission, uh, to intervene in the lives of Oklahoma's high school dropouts and to effect a positive change in those youth.
0: Yeah, taking a troubled kid and running them through this essentially would be a boot camp.
4: They're challenging them physically, educationally, emotionally, teaching them respect for others, for themselves, and for the community. And they're offering education, a GED option, high school credits, et cetera, et cetera, and life skills.
6: A Tulsa newspaper piece said, inside Thunderbird Youth Academy, it's not just where the bad kids go. Good. Yeah, it seems like an up-and-up organization. Why not develop something like that here? That's not going to help those... Kids in Target Field. But you never
3: know. It, it but it might not help all of them, but it might change one of them. Instead of, you know, continuing to throw money at all of these wasteless entitlement programs, why not build something like that here? Well,
4: I harken back to last week when I brought up the dirt bike program. I'm so naive that I think I could go up there, grab a couple kids, take them up to the farm, and, well, you know, let's go out fishing. Let's ride the dirt bike. Let's go for a let work on stuff. Let's have fun. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Stop hating on each other for the stupidest reasons. How many kids can you pile in the back of that truck? <laughs> that's, a, that's an eight <laughs> foot box, baby. Yeah, you could. <laughs> Put up a big stake around it, though. (laughs) And that alone would be fun. Right. We can't get away with that anymore. But there was a point when I was a kid, we came down to Valley Fair. We had four kids in the back of a pickup box going
3: down the freeway. That had to be a fun outing. It was
4: awesome. It was so fun. They got a roller coaster and
3: everything. (laughs) I rode on one. (laughs) It was so fun. I rode in the back of one from Owatonna to Faribault on 35 once. Yeah,
4: it's awesome. Yeah, it really was. The
3: other
0: day I saw a picture of a pickup truck on a freeway. I don't remember which city major freeway, and the two kids were strapped into their infant seats in the back of the pickup truck bed. <laughs> you
5: know, no. that's just, uh... that
0: generates 900 911 wow. calls. Now. Now.
4: Yep.
0: Well, as soon as you graduate, or even before you graduate, go up to EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and get yourself some fun transportation for school. Juniors, seniors in high school, college students, beat the man at the fuel pump, easy to park, and right now at EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake, there's a back-to-school sale on scooters. Lance and Sim heard about what Tim was up to, so they uh, they said take another hundred off on us. So right now a RaceStar 49cc was 12.99, now 11.99. Cabo 50 was 1899 now 1799 and both the Havana Classic 50 and the Soho 50 have dropped to 1899 at EcoFun Motorsports in Downtown Forest Lake also a full line of Yamaha scooters, view snowmobiles and ATVs, that great line of Bintelli e-bikes and right now you're starting off your uh, autumn school plans, uh, this will turn every errand and trip to school into an adventure. EcoFunMotorsports.com We'll be back in just a moment with John Haidt.
1: The Earth is not your mother. The Joe Souturay
0: Show. Derek O'Neill of South St. Paul says, Hail the Flashlight King! Hail you! Today we lost a great living American, my grandpa, Bill O'Neill of South St. Paul, at the age of 94. In World War II, he served in the Navy as a radio man on the USS Talladega. He was the guy that landed on shore with the Marines with the radio strapped to his back. He Mm. took part in the Battle of Iwo Jima, landing at h Plus, 3.5 hours in fighting there for the next eight days. He was also in the Battle of Okinawa. He was in Tokyo Bay, docked next to the USS Missouri as Japan formally surrendered. After the war, he became a telephone operator for the Milwaukee Road until he retired in 1985. Bill married his high school sweetheart in 1945, and they were married for 70 years until she passed away in 2016. They had four kids. Heck of a run, Grandpa. You'll be missed dearly, Derek O'Neill, South St. Paul. Another one bites the dust. We're losing all the. We're losing the great yeah. ones. How here,
6: here. great is this though? E- 85, he retires. So that's two thousand. That's 15 years. That's almost 25 years that he enjoyed his retirement mm-hmm. after a great life.
4: Here's John Height.
2: It's 30 years. Over 30 years, okay, 30, Mr. FYI. 34 years. Yeah, 34 yeah. years. All yeah. I know is he Yeah, was but he said
6: he only liked the first 25. Yeah, <laughs> he was a badass.
2: Yeah. St. Paul's police chief making a case Wednesday for adding more officers to help curb a violent trend in the city. St. Paul Mayor, uh, St. Paul Police Chief, excuse me, Todd Axtell, and Mayor Melvin Carter said they're committed to making St. Paul safer, but their opinions on how to do that not quite the same. The chief would like more officers. The mayor, meanwhile, wants to cut five future positions. Axtell called the incidents of a shooting the other night within a matter of hours. The nine, uh, three people shot, excuse me. He called it one of the most violent nights he's ever seen in his career. Axtell warning city council members' response times to 911 calls have already suffered under current staffing levels, and Carter's budget would only make the situation worse. Although the mayor wants fewer officers, his proposal does increase funding for the police department, and he said at 630 officers it would already be the highest staffing total ever. Tuesday night, there was a community meeting where people brought their questions and anger over the recent violence. Officers with the police department said a record number of people, more than 120, have been shot. This year,
3: I love how the answer is. You know, we're, for city employees that have to go, we're going to the cops, not the fifty-eight thousand cabinet members he's got. Mara Godfried
4: is a good follow on Twitter. Mm-hmm. She uh, stuck a camera and microphone in the mayor's face this morning, uh, city council chambers. Got some good stuff there. Mm-hmm. She's a hell of a reporter. She's a good crime reporter. Yeah,
6: I went to the wild game last night and saw several of Saint Paul's finest. And they are—they uh, have a great concern for what's happening. They are, well, why
0: were they at the wild game and not out arresting bad guys?
6: <laughs> uh, I should have asked them that Such question. Such a crank. That's <laughs>
4: what you would have said too. You yeah. would
6: have stepped. Why wide are you up here? To... <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's—you know what's a funny thing to do is you're approaching the XL and you're going to the parking ramp when you see one of the cops you know directing traffic. Yeah. You just yell, "Hey, you know where I can find any horny cops?" Just keep moving, sir. Just keep moving. Oh.
2: The uh, Saint Paul School Board. Let's see who lives in Saint Paul here. I know oh, that'd John. be that'd be Joe, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Saint Paul School Board is eyeing a potential boost in the district's property tax levy of up to five percent <laughs> in twenty twenty. <laughs> Preliminary numbers were presented to board members Tuesday before what could be a volatile fall when it comes time to project where property tax bills are headed in St. Paul. (laughs) Ramsey County first out of the gate and proposing a 4.75% increase in its share of the tax bill for 2020. St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter then suggested uh, raising the city's tax levy by 4.85%.
3: Why not? Uh, Keep going.
2: Why? School uh, enrollment is declining. Why do we need
3: more He doesn't want
6: you to know that or say that. It's
3: a never-ending pit. It's a bottomless pit. I
6: got an idea. Why don't you
3: and the CP head out to Carver County? Mm -hmm. You and I can carpool every day together. (laughs) You would save (laughs) on uh, gas.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: And think
3: of all the wonderful conversations we'd get to have in our... Our commute each way. I think the CP wouldn't mind if Joe moved
2: out to Harvard County. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> School districts, cities, and counties get ceilings in September for how much they may raise taxes the following year. Figures that can be lowered but not increased when they take final action on their respective tax levies in December. St. Paul Public Schools and a former teacher have settled a lawsuit for $525,000. After a federal judge ruled in May, the case could move forward with a jury trial. Aaron Benner, former teacher, filed a whistleblower lawsuit against the district back in 2017, alleging the district had retaliated against him for speaking out against the district's disciplinary policies. We had him
0: as a guest number of times. Yes. Right.
2: U.S. District Judge Susan Richard Nelson rejected the school district's attempt to have the case dismissed and said it would be allowed to go to a jury trial. Benner and his attorney have not yet commented on the settlement. SPPS, through two years of litigation, has maintained Benner's claims were without merit and it had not retaliated against Benner for his public criticism of the school district. Uh, They did issue a statement Tuesday night saying, We're pleased this matter is resolved. This agreement enables the district to avoid the time, expense, and uncertainty of protracted legal proceedings regarding its previous policies, practices, and expectations. He
0: is absolutely deserving of this. He's 50 years old. He himself is a black guy. And what he did, essentially, was complain to Valeria Silva, that, look, these new racial equity policies you're putting in place are crippling black children. And that's where we learned that you're telling those children they are less than. Mm-hmm. You aren't going to suspend them. You're not going to discipline them so your numbers look better. You're making a complete fool of yourself. I have the same expectations, Benner said, of a black kid as I do of a white kid. And you're telling me that the black kid should be somehow excused from irresponsible activity.
2: Mm-hmm. And so they mess with the guy. Yeah tried to make uh, try to make him shut up basically well but he was absolutely right exactly and their policies are racist
4: basically oh they're they're because they're, they're telling these kids they're not equal
0: black parents are are the ones who need to push back the most against the education industry and quit telling the education industry to do you any favors Stop doing me any favor. Don't tell me my kid is less than. That's mm-hmm. what you're saying to the kid. Yeah, boy, you you nailed it. That's what it is. you education. punch a teacher, oh, go shoot baskets for ten minutes. And Benner says, "BS." Suspend the hell out of mm-hmm. that kid.
4: The education industry. Here's what Benner I love said. That. Here's what he said
1: aaron benner told school board members african-american students should face the same discipline as any other student regardless of race
4: and i'm here again because i believe we are crippling our black children by not holding them to the same expectations as other students
1: benner did not support fewer suspensions or expulsions for african-american students instead pushing for what he called tough love discipline in 2014 cussing out your teacher is not black culture refusing to do work is not black culture
4: not following directions is not black culture hitting other students is not black culture and assaulting your teacher is not black culture
6: better that's he's a hero
4: is what
1: he is it's
4: yep. an absolute hero
6: well he's the first one you, you've been saying that for a while he's the first one that said it and look at what he got he got not pushed well, back yeah. he got pushed down well he,
4: he got pushed out the door he resigned right, right but now. they cut him a check right yeah, yeah. 535. yeah Good. i 535. hope he gets
0: more than that i uh, hope he gets more of it than the lawyer gets i don't know who his lawyer was <laughs>
3: So if he gets another teaching job, and I'm not trying to make a joke, if it does that does He's it working out? at
2: Creighton Durham Hall.
3: Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what's yeah. said in the
4: story. In the I paper. guarantee you he uses that money for good, too. He's not just going to put it in his yeah. pocket. He's the kind of guy that's going to spread that around and do good with it.
2: Minnesota Department of Health is investigating an outbreak of E. coli 0157 infections associated with the Minnesota State Fair. Investigators
3: yeah. recently identified 11 cases. Oh, my God. Did I
0: touch any of those animals?
3: Uh-huh. No. These are dumb-dumbs that play with animals. I didn't touch and a lamb, did I? They wash their hands cool. and they oh, go stuff a their well, fat it's face with it, french fries. It's, it's well, the miracle no, it, of
5: birthplace.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, but they was,
0: brought over some baby animals. Doris only brought over
6: an you,
4: animal a oh, wait, day for him. Wait, you did hug a cow. Oh. Oh,
3: oh, I, you oh know,
0: I, love.
6: At my urging. <laughs> 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 I hugged the damn cow. You got the E.
3: coli? I don't.
6: I escaped. Wait, look. Look at me in the eye. Oh, you look fine. I'll give you an extra <laughs> roll of toilet paper. You'll be okay.
4: They identified
2: 11 cases of folks who visited the fair before they became ill. Oh. Uh, six of those affected were hospitalized, and one actually had uh, a bad case of what's called hemolytic uremic syndrome, which can develop out of E. coli, and one person remains hospitalized. Health officials are working to determine the source of the outbreak, but the evidence suggests contact with livestock. Joe is the most likely factor. Most of those affected. Reported, I hugged a
0: bleeping cow.
2: Reported visiting the miracle of birth exhibit and having contact with calves, goats, sheep, or piglets. However, some cases didn't have direct contact with animals. They may have been exposed through contact with contaminated surfaces. For instance, somebody who did touch an animal touched a fence rail, and then the next person touched the fence I'll rail. I'll tell you the problem. It could have come that
4: way. The problem so. is y'all are too clean. You're all so obsessed with germs that all True. you do is wash your hands. Eat some mud once in a while. Gross. Build up some resistance. <laughs> Get some poop on those boots. Ew. Act like a man.
6: Joe, uh, I was only at
4: the fair twice this year. I think we're okay.
6: <laughs> was it just regular E. coli or was it major?
2: Like oh, dengue? Uh, I, uh, 0157, so I think major probably. Okay. You major. guys are the kind of guys that
4: not only wash your hands before you eat, you also wash your hands after you go to the bathroom.
2: Man up.
6: Your, your Joe, hands still God smell like me. salmon.
2: Joe has a saying for that, but we <laughs> no. can't do it at all. <laughs> right. Right? No. I did, uh, because you did touch the animal, I thought if we go there again next year, I wrote a song for you. Oh, all right. I love when you write songs. Okay. And, and I, I confess uh, people who are rock and roll historians will notice that I stole pretty much this whole arrangement from a band called The Leaves. Sounds good, Led Zeppelin 1960s Hey Joe Don't hug that cow (laughs) (laughs) Hey Joe Avoid it somehow You may want to get that cow near you I didn't make that rhyme very good. Let me t- let me try that again. <laughs> all right, okay. all right. You may not. You oh god, I should have rehearsed my own song. <laughs> you may not want to get that cow near you. It's full of E. coli bacteria. <laughs> so hey, Joe, don't touch that cow. <laughs> some say there's some money to be made from cow hugging. <laughs> Instead, you might get in testing all the bugging. Oh. <laughs> if that cow gets close, you better just move. Oh. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. He'll Leave be here for a second show. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it alone. We find its own groove. Oh. Wow.
1: That was brilliant. That's fantastic. Yeah, That's just fantastic. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. I want to play you
0: a a sound that you will never hear on the streets of Minneapolis from this day forward, as Minneapolis looks to cut speed limits and other uh, efforts to continue to uh, uh, make the city safe for pedestrians only. Uh, This is a sound you'll never hear. It's a uh, brand new Z06 Corvette on a dyno.
1: Oh my god.
0: Oh oh man, I've got goosebumps. That's better than country music. <laughs> That's better than everything, Sooch.
4: Oh, wow. Even... Even when those things are sitting idle at a stoplight, Mm -hmm. they sound sexy. They're so cool. To save lives on city streets, Minneapolis wants drivers
0: to hit the brakes. The city is considering lowering speed limits on most, if not all, city-owned streets as one way to end deaths and injuries caused by car crashes by the year 2027. uh, Transportation officials said, after years of having their speed limits set by state law, cities have new authority to rule their own roads. The recommendations to the city council were part of a Vision Zero a campaign launched in 2017 under then-Mayor Betsy Hodges. Transportation officials hope to bolster both enforcement and safety measures across the city starting next year. We have a culture where people routinely speed on our streets, said Ethan Fawley, the city's Vision Zero program coordinator. People don't necessarily know that it is such a big factor in crashes and the severity of crashes, so lowering the speed limit is a big opportunity for us to tell that story and let people know this is a big deal. I don't. I don't have trouble with this. It's not going to make one bit of difference. Well, plus they don't want to hire any more cops
4: to enforce it either. It, so what it, yeah, <laughs> it, it's already both both cities. You, you know, you're doing five miles an over. The cops don't care. I, it's when you start doing 10, 15 over that they're going to start uh, start nailing you. And the the toughest zone, the place you should never ever speed, U of M. Those cops will get you for one over.
0: In his budget address last month, Mayor Jacob Fry proposed spending 562000 in 2020 to hire three officers to the traffic unit. Some council members, including Lisa Bender and uh, Steve Fletcher, were skeptical that more police would solve the problem. It's a fairly significant investment to get three traffic enforcement officers added to the department, Fletcher said during Tuesday's meeting. If we're talking about half a million dollars a year, a couple of new traffic signals at dangerous intersections might produce more safety. So, you, you know, these... These uh, rulers in the salon, they keep windmilling themselves. Yeah. They don't like police. Right. Generically speaking. They, they, uh, they believe that a mistrust in the police is good for their political careers. And yet they want all of these other measures for safety. Right. Downtown Minneapolis right now has a serious, serious crime problem. Mm-hmm. You don't see these salon dwellers saying... You know, we need a few more cops on the street. We trust the police. We we, uh, we need them. Uh, we're in trouble right now. No, you don't hear that. We want you people to slow down. Well, we don't really need more police to do that. How about some more traffic
4: lights? They're constantly at odds with themselves. Fry says uh, he has proposed spending 562000 in 2020 for three new officers to the traffic unit. You are wasting our money if you, if you hire officers just for the traffic unit. Put them on patrol where yeah. they can do some bleeping difference, you little stupid moron. Uh, and a
0: lot of the council people say there's no regard for life when there are some people who are behind the
4: wheel. So they're talking about bicycle riders and pedestrians. They're not talking about guys getting the bleep beat out of them by right. 18 right.
3: thugs. Mm-hmm. By the way, Fry was at
4: the Twins game last night. Yeah, I saw you, both of you guys were uh, on yeah. Fry's case well, last yeah. night on Twitter. And I not to that.
3: mention that... that did you guys see that Fox 9 attempted to interview him? No. And he, uh, he rejected their request. He just, no, I'm not speaking on camera. He did that whole thing. Because I'm sure they wanted to get, right. he was there, he was at Target Field where this beating took place, mm-hmm. and he didn't want to have to respond to you that. You know why? Because he doesn't know what to say. Because he's an
0: empty suit. Yeah, But they all are. We, we can't generate enough interest in, in good citizens to run for office. We just nope. can't do it. I've told you in my Spe- speech that I've been giving every 45-year-old person in St. Paul I see, nobody
3: wants it. You know what, though? You know what we did get a tremendous amount of feedback on? That Kentucky uh, governor running for president mm-hmm. in 2024. Well, we don't know that he's doing that. They, no, oh, but they the, said that they, they, want, him they want, want him to.
4: Yeah, Matt
3: Blevins? Matt Bevan? Bevan. Bevin.
4: Bevin. Bevin. They can do what they want in Minneapolis. Oh, by the way, you're not exonerated here. Your mayor wants the same thing. He mm-hmm. wants lower speed limits. the same deal. Uh,
0: and again, I, I, I don't feel that my uh, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness is going to be uh, thwarted because it goes from 30 to 25. No,
4: it's a waste of time, Such, because mm-hmm. nobody's going to... You you drive on the parkway daily. Mm-hmm. Speed limit's 25. What's everybody do? Keep it under 35. Yeah. And the park cops and the St. Paul cops leave you alone. you long talking about as,
3: Mississippi River Boulevard?
4: And uh, the yeah. opposite, but, over uh, on the other side, the just, Minneapolis
3: side. Just to play devil's advocate, though, Kenny, isn't that the plan, then, by design? Because if you're if it's posted 30, you're going to get away with going 40.
4: I've always thought so, and you can't ask a police officer or a trooper about this, because they will tell you the, the stock the answer, and, and what they probably should say, the speed limit is 55 or 65 or 70, and if you go over that, you're breaking the law.
0: Well, you know what's gotten me to slow down? Uh, these pedestrian laws have me terrified of idiots on their phone or just going to walk across the street. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I tend to not speed in the city.
6: I am mean, I was afraid there's a sting on
0: Highways? <laughs> right. A
3: little different story. <laughs> but you're right, because you never know. There could be a, a biker that's not even paying attention that's going to go right out in front of you. If
4: it's 30, mm-hmm. I keep it at 30 or under 35. If it's 25, same deal. Keep it at 30 or under 35. Mississippi River Boulevard
0: is
6: 25. Yeah, and there's nothing worse than the, It's the, painful. The,
4: the, the do-gooders on that one love going 23. Right. That's what sets me on. Yeah, but, but if
6: you go any faster, you could wreck a shock or strut. The street's
4: are not in very good condition. And then that corner, there, I, I don't know where it at. It's that corner you take if you're going southbound on Mississippi River Boulevard. It's right before you exit to, what's that high school, Creighton, uh, whatever it is. That corner, 25 miles an hour, you can do that corner at 35, but people slow down to 50. What, what corner is this? It's just south of Lake Street. and it's well, that's a- not Creton High School. What is that?. That's high brick. No, 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 he means. He means University of St. Thomas. St. Thomas, that's oh, what it yeah. is. Oh, yeah, it it's right. It's River right Road. before St. Thomas, and everybody slows down to twenty miles an hour
0: on My that curve. God. I know what you're saying.
6: When we come back, uh,
0: I am going to ask you, where do our sensibilities lie?
1: This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere.
3: And I want to introduce the latest member of the Garage Logic family: 30 Bales Restaurant, right on the corner of 11th and Main Street in downtown Hopkins. Todd and Tom, they are the longtime uh, owners of that spot and have been for over 23 years. And they're also longtime fans of GL. We all hung out there on Saturday night after Patrick's deal. Uh, They have a wonderful craft beer selection. I had the Big Blue Bacon Burger. It's fantastic, and it's made with all local products. It's a well-thought-out, chef-driven, locally-sourced, scratch-midwest kitchen, And it's not just a great place for dinner, but they also are the best spot for lunch. That's right. They have fantastic happy hour specials as well. $6 wines, $5 tap beers, a gigantic patio that you should take advantage of here in the next couple of weeks. And it's also a perfect spot uh, if you go to a show at the Stages Theater or Hopkins Center for the Arts. Check them out online right now, 30bales.com, Suchi Boy. Hail the Flashlight King! Hail you!
0: Joe, it is becoming increasingly clear that the city of Minneapolis does not want taxpaying, homeowning, responsible citizens to inhabit the parcels of land within its borders. What has become quite apparent is that the city is only interested in bike riding, hemp shopping bag carrying, $20 minimum wage (laughs) earning workers who live in a multi-unit housing complex that used to be a lovely craftsman style house. Reducing the speed limit pertaining to our last story. Are you kidding me? The Minneapolis police have more than enough to do chasing down thugs assaulting people for their iPhones out Target Field. By the way, that was under the Harmon statue, not the Kirby Puckett statue. Oh,
3: yeah. I'm I'm mistaken. Mm-hmm. I, apologize. Oh, I thought it was a Kirby statue. And he
0: too. said, Chris, of all people, you should have known that. I should have. You're uh, right. Instead of chasing down Aunt Aunt Edna doing 25 and a 20, it honestly seems the salon has zero interest in responsible adults living, working, and operating internal combustion powered vehicles in the city. By their actions, the salon dwellers are driving out the people who pay the bills seemingly gleefully good luck and keep pushing back loyal listener steve in the belly of the beast liberal lakes minnesota and on that same uh, note uh good morning the level of anti-police sentiment amongst our local officials has reached a disturbing level we saw it recently when minneapolis city council members balked at Mayor Fry's proposal to add a paltry 14 officers to next year's budget, now Minneapolis is looking to lower vehicle-related accidents on city streets by doing things such as lowering speed limits and adding traffic cameras. However, council members, most notably President Lisa Bender, are so anti-police they are rejecting an idea proposed by transportation officials of reviving the city's traffic enforcement unit. What is the point of creating stricter laws but not supplying the resources to enforce them? To draw a parallel on a national level, why do the Mysterians want tougher gun laws, up to and including Beto's confiscation plan, yet they constantly demean and withdraw support for the law enforcement entities they expect to enforce these laws? Tommy, keep pushing back. Oh. Well, when you're right, you're right. Good points. You?
6: You're always right.
0: Where do our sensibilities lie? Where, Where do, our sen- do our sensibilities lie? Lie? Representative Ilhan Omar, today, is this the 18th? Uh, Today is the 18th. Accused President Trump of spreading lies that put my life at risk after the president retweeted a post falsely claiming that she was partying and dancing on the anniversary of 9-11. Omar said the video of her dancing was not taken on the anniversary of September 11, 2001 attacks, but at a Congressional Black Caucus event. Earlier Wednesday, Trump had retweeted a post by conservative actor and comedian Terence Kay. I've never heard of him. No. And I bet Trump hadn't either. And the lesson for Trump is don't retweet somebody that you've never heard of.
6: Terrence, somebody like Terrence K. Williams
0: claiming that the video of Omar dancing was taken on the anniversary of the attacks. The original video appears to have been taken September 13th. This is, a, uh, this is from a Congressional Black Caucus event we hosted this weekend to celebrate black women in Congress. Omar said, the president of the United States is continuing to spread lies that put my life at risk. What is Twitter doing to combat this misinformation? In his message retweeting Williams on Wednesday morning, Trump had claimed Ilhan Omar, a member of AOC plus three, will win us the great state of Minnesota, the new face of the Democrat Party. AOC is a reference to uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who, like Omar, is a freshman whom Republicans have sought to cast as among the new leadership of the Democratic Party. The Congressional Black Caucus Foundation's annual legislative conference took place September 11 to 15 in Washington. Adam Green, co-founder of the Progressive Change Campaign Committee, tweeted the video of Omar dancing at one of the CBC events on September 13. Uh, The uh, council on Wednesday called the claim that Omar partied on the anniversary of September 11 attacks an abhorrent lie that endangers a member of Congress. Twitter must remove Trump's tweet now, the organization said. <laughs> a spokesman for Twitter said it's looking into it.
4: Of course they are.
0: All right. Where do our sensibilities lie? I, I, have, I have no reason to. There's a, I have a million reasons to hold Ilhan Omar in great suspicion about many topics.
4: But I'll, I'm, I'm willing to believe that that video was taken on September 13th. Yeah, big deal. What she's, she's doing what she always does. And uh, her, it's her only response I'm a victim that's, yeah, but, what, that's but, what she's but,
0: doing. But 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 see, in this case, you've got to re-examine your sensibilities. With some, with not some, with justification, uh, Trump's tweet did put her life in danger. How Because there's, so? there's so many crackpots out there right. that would think, "My God, look at this Muslim woman dancing and partying on the anniversary of 9/11." Why that? I'm gonna no. Right. Trump was wrong.
6: He was wrong in this. It's case. just
3: stupid. Yeah.
6: And Terrence K. William is an uh, actor, comedian, born in Oklahoma City, where he spent his first 15 years of his life in foster care. and now The he's... onus is on him. It's not on Trump. Let it go. Well, Trump retweeted it, No, no, it, Kenny. Kenny I mean,
0: you're, 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 uh, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just telling you why you're wrong. <laughs> you're uh, well, Trump, Trump had no business retweeting this nonsense. None whatsoever. But I know I know he's a tweeting fool, and tweeting is beneath the President of the United States to tweet so frequently. But this one is particularly egregious, because a, it's wrong. And B, it does place her life in danger. Yeah.
4: I don't think it does at all. And I think she should go after the guy that made the tweet originally. And if she's going to go after Trump, she should go after everybody that retweeted but that tweet. But she's
3: made this her business platform. That's all she does, does is
4: call herself a victim when she's not. She she doesn't have a response. That That's her only response. <sighs> okay. How are you doing, Joe? What I'm trying to tell you I is... I know what you're trying no, to you tell don't. me, and you I'm disagreeing. What? Well, just be quiet.
0: <laughs> just be quiet. <laughs> I will. She's not wrong in this case. In this case, she is a victim of his
2: foolishness. In this case. Joe, everybody liked you better when you weren't so liberal.
6: Um, <laughs> <laughs> he has broken John, ties with the et party. At two, Brutus? At two. broken ties Joe, with the party. Joe, I, I, that
2: was a joke. I agree completely with you on this. and Kenny, at so.
3: garagelogic.com.
6: <laughs> uh, Terrence K. Williams is saying my account is under attack on Twitter. Oh. These loony leftists are trying to take me down. Liberals are begging Twitter to suspend me, and my and the majority of them are white racist liberals hating on a black free thing.
4: How many retweets did that tweet of his get? Uh, and did, did he finally delete it?
6: 5.3,000 likes, 3.2,000 retweets. Uh, but he's he's very socially. Uh, media he's
2: he's always uh, uh, been retweeted by the president frequently because he backs the president so the president retweets his stuff all I'm telling you is they
0: they presumably would have proof they would have a dateline on the phone video that says September 13th it might have helped their case to to give us a screenshot of that September 13th 2019 not September 11.
6: Did we just have an Ilhan Omar update? Here's yes. your latest Ilhan
1: Omar report on Garage Logic.
6: Is this the music she was dancing
3: to? Did she have a comment in addition to that uh, on the that brawl that we saw on video? No, no, no comment on that yet.
0: No,
1: mm.
0: no, no, she did Williams. Has spread conspiracy theories in the past. Last month, he suggested that the death of Jeffrey Epstein, who had been facing multiple charges of sex trafficking, might be tied to former President Bill Clinton. Trump retweeted that and defended Williams as a very highly respected conservative pundit. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? Well, in his defense there, though, he
3: wasn't the only one that suggested that about Epstein. There were a, a million people that did that.
0: I need to talk to Omar, Williams said in the video. Girl, what in the world were you celebrating on the anniversary of 9-11? I need everyone in America to wake up. We have a congresswoman in office that believes it on 9-11. Some people did something, and she partied on the anniversary of 9-11. Does this sound American to you? She wasn't partying on 9-11. She, uh, oh, then she, he concluded his video by suggesting that Omar
4: should fly your butt back to where you came from. Well, so that, that'd be uh, minneapolis that's the kind of guy that trump should stay away from <laughs> right that that's an egregious statement i'd I'd say that because well, look yeah. at kenny coming around at last <laughs> well I, i'm not i'm not agreeing
0: with your earlier. well because you're wrong well, she so she legitimately claims it, in this instance that did place her in danger i don't think uh don't her think other did. claims being placed in danger have not have not uh encouraged my ire this one did the morons got to quit tweeting like that. That's silly. Let's come back with John Haidt because John Haidt doesn't have a New York Times base. We, we've cat. got
4: something better than John Haidt when we come back. Oh. oh, better. All right.
1: Truth, justice, and the souterrain.
4: Well, fellas, hey, now, Krabby Kenny is back.
5: hey y'all
4: where did he go here's
5: kenny with news from the Krabby coffee shop
4: and (laughs) news from the Krabby coffee shop brought to you by the coffee in eau claire wisconsin you can find them online like i said the coffee get yourself the best fresh roasted coffee that you've ever tasted I've got a number of issues, and we're going to clear the slate right now, starting (laughs) Uh with this weekend. Duck hunting starts this weekend and for the first time in my life I'm not happy about it. It's going to be warm it's going to be raining and anybody who tells you duck hunting is better in the rain is an idiot. Uh, The Dakotas are wet, that means there's a lot of water out there, that means all the ducks are out there. I've worked harder than I've ever worked this summer to improve our uh, duck hunting situation in various lakes and potholes. It's going to be a waste of time. It was all for naught. Number two. Why? Because it's going to rain? Number two. (laughs) My one year retirement is over and I have to work five stupid days a week. That makes me cranky and when I'm cranky, you all have to suffer. Number three. Why don't you work three days a week? Number (laughs) Number three. And this addresses what we just talked about. People keep trying to engage me in political discussions on my Twitter accounts. I will not abide your political discussions on my Twitter. You can get that at every other stupid Twitter account out there. So leave me alone with your stupid
6: politics. So I should quit asking who you're voting for on twitter
4: speaking of leaving me alone matthew <laughs> last weekend somebody drove by my farm very slowly four times and when i mean they drove by slow they turned around drove by again turned around drove by again oh. and i couldn't believe what a and dump the again. place was it, it's actually it has very nice curb appeal right oh, now okay. and it's looking pretty good so this has <sighs> Did you shoot him well
6: <laughs> pretty close i've
4: I have a question. Is it illegal to shoot fireworks at passing vehicles? Yes. That's against the law? Yes. Uh, How rural are you? Well, uh, I'm I'm rural, gravel road, uh, because I don't care if it's illegal or not, because my new policy is if you roll past my place under 30 miles an hour, you're either getting a bottle rocket or you're getting Roman, Roman candles shot at you. Beat it, pal. Pick it up. Uh, Speaking of locals, I've got a beef with some of the locals. Stop asking me if I've seen any deer or bear. Like I said to you before, nobody says hi anymore. They all ask, hey, have you seen the bear? You know what? Whatever wildlife I've seen on my property is none of your business because I know what you're going to do. You're going to be out there road hunting, driving by my place at 30 miles an hour with your firearm ready to shoot. That's not going to happen. Remember what I just said. Bottle rockets and Roman candles. Now... you i've had a bleep full of you coming to the country every weekend when you're on these two well, they gotta lane, look
0: at the leaves changing when you're on
4: the two-lane highways <laughs> slow the hell down and stop tailgating on two lanes and gravel but we got what go are you 30 what are you doing riding my ass on a gravel road just back it off and relax. You're trying out in the to country. look for the bear. Unclench and yeah, that's about it. Unclench <laughs> and relax. And as for the freeway, I can't. I, I did, had a lot of windshield time last weekend. I went up on Friday, <laughs> oh. came back on Saturday, went back up on Sunday, came back Monday morning. Get the hell out of the left lane. Yes. I am not lying to you, Joe. When I said there was a a blazer type Yukon vehicle parked in the left lane. Listen, now think about this. From Maple Grove Mm -hmm. to Albany, mm -hmm. he did not get out of the left lane once. And his speed, to make it worse, varied anywhere from 65 to 85. Why'd you get around him? Over 100. I did a couple of times, and this brings up another point. But over 100 cars had to pass him. Saturday afternoon, I'm coming back. Some idiot passed me six Times, Use your cruise control, you moron! What is wrong with you? I just passed you, and now you back it down to 65, and you're so far behind me I can't see you. Next thing I know, he's blowing by me at 90. This is all about, when you're on the freeway, it's all about maintaining a happy, healthy flow, and your stupidity is happy. causing road rage and freeway consternation. <sighs> Finally, Are you almost done? He needs a nitro. friendly. I've got one last point here before we're going to take a little break. It's going somewhere! This thing about uh, allowing GLers to name the pontoon, Yeah, that's a catastrophic failure. It's not going to happen. I'm not taking any of those submitted suggestions. Every single one of them was stupid. Stop calling and asking, came we're in today. Not, we're not going to do that poll on Twitter, like I said. From now on, and I don't care if you like it or not, the name of the pontoon is the SS. S-T-F-U. Figure it out. (laughs) It's obvious I need to go to my happy uh, place, and that, the only happy place I've ever found, is the coffeegrounds.com over in Eau Claire. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be placing an order right after we finish taping today. Two pounds of the Krabby Coffee Shop blend, that's the best, then one pound each of the GL blend, The dark roasted Johnny Height guitar decaf blend, and I endorse decaf because some of us, well, some of you, aren't allowed to drink caffeine, and, and that's fine. Uh, a pound of the Spoon Lake blend that's Such's favorite it's a nice mix between the CCS and the GL blend and it's perfect for the mayor but the coffeegrounds.com it's more than just a bean joint all of our necessities are available there Uh, number one they have a brewery on on site K Point Brewing they have a phenomenal restaurant serving the best country dishes you can imagine locally sourced stuff too locally sourced uh, food from breakfast to dinner cocktails on tap that's for guys like Such You can't wait for the bartender to mix it old school style and Best of all, and it starts today, Oktoberfest. Cocktails Woo! on tap? Cocktails on tap. You don't have to Free wait, Max. baby. Here I've it never comes. never heard of that. I'd like uh, to try it. Oktoberfest starts today. Five new brews being offered and released today. And if that doesn't get you off the freeway, nothing will. As a matter of fact... Instead of just stopping in on your way to Chicago, make it a destination. They're just north of ninety four on South Town Drive. Stop in, stock up on coffee, eat a hearty meal, get busy with the uh, the great German beers released today. Just to coincide with if a, you pick October a route, Fest.
0: if you pick a route north of ninety four and south of ninety four, you really get some pleasant driving.
4: Yeah, it's you can it's Stay wonderful. off the freeway, and it's a great place. Uh, and uh, if Eric and Julie are at the coffee grounds, make sure uh, you say hi to us. Okay, one last thing here before we. <laughs>
2: oh, one more,
6: huh? And that's the news from SS. Stop calling an ass.
4: <laughs> and this is something you probably uh, don't. None of you guys have heard of, but it's really affecting the rural farmers. I call this uh, this uh, section of the the news advice for the dumb among us. And the dumb among us this time are the tractor manufacturers, in uh, particularly the manufacturer that makes green tractors mm-hmm. and by green i mean the color green sure. not uh, yeah i got it they're full of safety features now that actually make the machine harder and more dangerous to run now, the green tractors, if you're going to buy a green tractor, buy one made five years ago because they're way better than the tractors now. For example, you're wondering what the hell I'm talking Here about. It goes the John Deere account. If, uh, <laughs> well, you didn't have to say the name. Well, I didn't it, say the we, name. We all do. But here's an example. If you leave the clutch in, if it's engaged for more than, like, four or five seconds— It disables all the gears. You have to put everything in neutral, and you have to sit there and wait for the machine to reset. Start over? Reset. Shuts her down. And you're wondering, why would I have the clutch in for five seconds? Like, say I've got a mower on the back, and I'm backing down a hill. When you back down a hill, you don't back down the hill in reverse. You put the clutch in, you roll back, and you control it with the brake. So now the manufacturer's got this safety feature in that makes the gears... Inoperable, and you have to sit there backwards on that hill with the clutch pulled in. Number two, and there was a big article in the business section about this last week farmers can no longer work on their tractors. They're so full of computers, and the new law is if you do anything to your tractor, it voids the warranty. What are farmers? They're self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. All they've ever done breaks down in the field. They get out. They get, up, they they get out there and fix tinker. it. Because no, they don't tinker. These guys oh. are men. They fix it. Tinkering is something idiots like you do in the garage. Yeah. Don't make me mad. <laughs> And now they can't do it. Now they need to call the dealership. The dealer need, needs to come out there with a semi, pop the wheels off, load it up, bring it into town, and it's gone for two weeks while they fix it. This has to change. This is a bad mistake. And, uh, John Deere, since you said it, you need to change your policy because this is no damn good. This is America, and you are not. Michael but, in Bismarck says, the, the question that needs to be asked, <laughs> yes? The Crabby Coffee Shop is brought to you by TheCoffeeGrounds.com in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Boy, you were crabby today. Now shut up. You can order the best fresh roasted coffee you've ever tasted from TheCoffeeGrounds.com. The question
0: that needs to be asked to any person calling for gun control, what law would you have written and passed that would have made one person value another person or another group of people more or less? And what methods of enforcement of this law would you see as viable and effective? As it turns out, we already have an ancient book that tells us exactly how not to hate one another, but it is dismissed out of hand due to its author. That would be the Bible. These events have to become unthinkable in society, not illegal. No man-made written law in any land will ever have any authority over the heart. Michael and Bismarck talking about the decline of moral and ethical yep. integrity, and what we were saying about the thugs in Minneapolis. What rule are you going to? What rule is going to prevent that? Yep. What regulation? What new legislation? None.
3: Mm-hmm. Police
0: what, cracking down is what's going to have to stop. What about it. a
3: government entitlement program? No, I don't with, think so. You don't think that'll happen?
0: <laughs> Can we come back with another uh, John height better than the New York Times newscast?
1: <laughs> you cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Soujere.
2: Hello. Thank you, Joe. Mic on, Joe. I thought that was my hearing (laughs) was going. I wasn't sure what happened there.
4: Here's John. (laughs) Hi. Turn your hearing
0: aid up, Grandpa.
3: (laughs) <laughs> turn your hearing aid up for that sweet sound president trump
2: uh, said wednesday he's naming hostage negotiator robert o'brien at his as his new national security advisor trump tweeting the announcement from california while on the third and final day of a west coast front oh man hey. fundraising swing uh, the announcement comes uh, a week after the republican president ousted john bolton from the position Uh, O'Brien, as the Special Presidential Envoy for Hostage Affairs at the State Department, worked closely with the families of American hostages and advised administration officials on hostage issues. From 2008 to 2011, O'Brien was a presidentially appointed member of a government committee that advises on issues related to the trafficking of antiquities and other cultural items. Minnesota almost became a major part of the Friends legacy. In a new book called Generation Friends about the TV series, he reveals how the writers discussed a plot twist that would have had Chandler Bing transferred to Minnesota for work. The other five characters would end up joining him for the second half of season five. They would discover a magical Midwestern respite a respite from New York with cheap apartments, friendly neighbors, and sub zero temperatures. Friendly neighbors? There On would, that
3: show, did any of them have a job? I think, yes. Yeah. yeah. Ross was a paleontologist. Yeah. Joey was an actor. Joey was an so he didn't really have a job. Somebody um, worked at the coffee shop. I never watched it. Chandler had a. a he, no nobody knew what he did. I didn't Office want a shop. long
0: answer. I oh, just I just okay. don't need anything. I don't want a breakdown of it. John, continue. Uh, well, i asked a
3: simple
2: bleeping question. What uh, did my little segment? Yeah, it's gotten to be. <laughs>
5: I'm
2: sorry. What happened though? Uh, Co creator David Crane thought the whole concept was. Uh, too
3: bizarre and wacky, so the characters stayed put. In fact, Joe, My I worked word. with a, a young lady who was a it finalist sounds like, for that job. Oh. <laughs> the girl Colleen I used to work Good. with, she Good. was a finalist. I don't want to
2: hear about it. Okay. <laughs> That's so, why I, knew I that. don't care. It sounds like the plot to wow. a bad science fiction movie from the 50s, if you really want to be worried about something. Mm-hmm. Genetically modified mosquitoes uh, that were designed uh, by scientists to help populations decrease are actually thriving oh my oh, god oh, no. this is according to new research that claims the plan to create gene-hacked mosquitoes that have offspring which would die immediately has spectacularly backfired and now scientists aren't sure what will happen next the modified mosquitoes were released in Jocabina, in brazil were supposed to mix with the local population and decrease numbers with their weak offspring genetics although the wild population did plummet for a short while 18 months later, it was right back up again. And, of course, now the genetics are all mixed. The scientists are concerned we could have super mosquitoes have properties that make them harder to kill. (laughs) Research about the past has been published in the journal Nature Scientific Reports. Uh, Mosquitoes like the 80s a Galapagataga variety that was edited, can carry dangerous diseases like yellow fever, Zika virus, and... And Malaria. I did not see a mosquito all summer.
3: You have got to be kidding!
6: I'm not. Really? Wow! Oh, yeah, they have so been plenty. few and far between. Well, I, I would, would
0: agree. Maybe it's because we live close to the
3: nation's tallest building. Did that you ever be. once go outside of the metro? No, I don't know how. No, no I'm, I'm I'm serious because well, oh, of course I did. But it, they were awful all summer. Yeah, they were they they were bad. They mm-hmm. were big and they were angry. I was at Road America, Eau Claire,
0: uh, Dubuque, Iowa, you Brainerd. Got you got out. Yeah, and never felt a mosquito every,
4: anywhere.
6: I you went know what to you
4: do go to a town ball game. I guess maybe they're a, a lot like your staff. They just don't like you. That's right.
6: <laughs> what if possibly you're just you're no longer. Your blood type. I'm not your succulent skin enough. I'm no longer oh, in right. That could be it. Too yeah. I'm not too succulent bony, enough.
2: Too bony. <laughs> not enough there. there. <laughs> enough there. <laughs> wiry. Yeah. Wiry. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, today uh, is National... Cheeseburger day to do. That? That's fantastic. That. That.
4: You kidding me? <laughs>
0: you you're
2: the
4: got. talent. Are you kidding me?
2: <laughs> what
3: Natural do we do?
0: You day. want a cheeseburger? You go to Grunhoffers. You get a ribeye burger or a rookie burger. You bring them home, put on the grill, put whatever kind of cheese you want on uh-huh. there. You're going to have the world's best cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Plus, while you're at Grunhoffers, if you like bacon on your cheeseburger, have them cut it to whatever thickness you like. As
6: thick as can be. Bring
0: that. Well, it's got to bend not break. Yeah. Put that on the burger. You want a burger,
6: <laughs> you go to Grunhofer's.
0: Now. Not one of these fast food dumps. <laughs> he hey, is, is angry
4: now. Relax, Joe. It was only a bit. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm not really I'm that starting to twitch. I'm starting to twitch. You don't have to do this. Hey,
0: guess what Spencer just created? Brand new. A pit-smoked pork brat Ooh. and yeah. a bacon fireball brat. Not
5: That's to mention steamy. the beef
0: sticks, the chicken brats, the pork brats, the uh, slider patties. The steaks, the uh, ribs, the short ribs, stuff. You got tri-tip. Tri-tip yeah. beef roast. What's, uh, what are short ribs made from?
6: Short ribs little are made from... Little teeny cows? Yeah, little <laughs> small, the real small cows.
0: <laughs> Babies. <laughs> yeah. Newborns. Yeah. <laughs> it's National Cheeseburger
4: Day, John? It is. Or a week? A day. Well, you mentioned
0: that to Spencer when you go in today. It's on the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. You can't miss it. And say, Spencer... Today is National Cheeseburger Day. I want your recommendations. There you go. And then take whatever he says. Get your ass home, put it on a grill, don't Joe, and Calm. eat it really fast. <laughs> we, we all, all know wild. the best cheese is uh, pepper jack. Plus, you can, cheese can get bird. cheese at Grundhoffer's. Suits yep, to yep. Kenny
4: off the air. Could you shovel it in a little faster? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's wrong with you? This has
0: become the uh, Garage Logic destination for meat. It's a meat bazaar. It's absolutely fantastic. It's called Grundhoffer's Old Fashioned Meats. It's on the north side of Hugo, right on his, uh, Highway sixty one. You cannot. Miss
6: Beef short ribs are the equivalent of spare ribs in pork, with beef short ribs usually larger and meatier than pork spare ribs. Boneless short ribs are either cut from the chuck or the plate and consist of rib meat separated from the bone. They know
2: all of that in Spencer. should all be cooked slowly. One other, Grundhofer's thing, since it's Cheeseburger Day I'll mention, they have great cheeseburgers. The rookie cheeseburgers are great. Uh, I've made all kinds of burgers with their normal uh, ground beef, but they have small sliders. Yeah. And I bought a oh. package of those and uh Spencer said, You know what you eat those on? I said, What? And he could buy a pack of Hawaiian, Hawaiian, buns? Hawaiian buns. Yeah, yeah they're yep. incredible. What are Hawaiian buns? So I make those.
6: Little, yeah. the oh, <laughs> it's a brand. Oh. And they're a just sweeter. small
2: and they're sweet. Oh. You take that burger which tastes incredible, you whap it on her, boom, two bites. Boom. Done deal. It's a boom. So good. good. Boom oh, so good. A, it's a boom deal. It's a boom. It's a boom. <laughs> an intoxicated ex cheerleader who tried to talk her way out of an arrest by assuring South Carolina cops that she was a quote. Very clean, thoroughbred white girl has now pleaded guilty to a drunk driving charge. And stupidity. 34-year-old Lauren Cutshaw recently copped to a misdemeanor DUI count in connection with her arrest in Bluffton, a town just west of Hilton Head. She's a licensed real estate agent, pleaded guilty to a drunk driving charge. I, I thought you work. said she was a cheerleader. Ex-cheerleader. Oh, ex-cheerleader. She, she mentions that. She's That's still why. throwing cheerleader around at the age of 34? Yeah. You know uh-huh. what I used to be, you
5: know,
6: don't
4: <laughs> you?
2: <laughs> According to the report, the police report, Kutcha offered police a litany of reasons why she should be spared arrest after being pulled over at 1.45 in the morning for speeding and going through a stop sign at 60 miles an hour. Cutshaw claimed to have only had two very uh, two cons- consumed two small glasses of wine. She told the cop, "quote I'm a very clean white bread, uh, w- very clean thoroughbred white girl with perfect grades. I also belonged to the National Honor Society and I had graduated from a high accredited university." Yeah.
3: Imagine being in a relationship with that. That's oh. a no go zone. Oh my gosh! What's she, her name?
2: She also uh, Cutshaw. Tiffany. No, it, do we have a? Is it La- Tiffany? Lauren. Oh. Lauren. Yeah, that's out there. That's not all. She also mentioned she was, uh, to the cop, an all-American cheerleader, mm-hmm. a valedictorian, and a sorority member. Oh, boy.
6: And you have a phone number.
5: 5 sorry, 66
6: That's your, that's your date of birth. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: she also told the cop she was concerned about being locked up. She said, quote, I don't want to know what it's like. I'm a pretty girl. Please don't make me go in there. I think, she's, but they did ooh, right. Oh yeah, Is there a picture yeah. of her. There was. Uh, there Is she was, an attractive young lady? She's an attractive. They had both the uh, on the report. I saw the actual mug shot yeah. where she's a little messy, obviously, sure. and then what must
4: have been probably on her real
2: estate card. Oh sure, she's, she's attractive.
4: It yeah, just yeah. occurred to me a perfect mate for her, Uncle Rico. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. Uncle Rico was like
4: pushing forty, still
3: living sure. the high school days. Yeah. yeah. Where did she cheer for? Did we ever establish that? Journey? Well, whatever town
2: in South Carolina she lived in. Oh, okay. Road, yeah. Uh, Rod Stewart has revealed he's successfully been treated for prostate cancer after fighting the disease for three years. Uh, The British singer, whose hits include, well, you know what his hits include, went public with his illness. Excuse me. Went public with his illness at a fundraising event for the Prostate Project and European Tour Foundation. He's 74 now. He told the crowd he was given the all-clear in July after being diagnosed with prostate cancer during a routine checkup in 2016. He said he wanted to use this occasion to urge other men to get their prostates checked regularly and to ensure early detection of the disease to increase the chances of Are you of
4: listening, blood. Matthew? At me we, right we've now. all done it. How come you haven't?
6: I, I will make money. And my you got to get a colonoscopy, no, too. You always say
4: you're going to do stuff and you never do it. You absolutely have to do Listen, this. Listen, Mick.
6: I mean, Kenny. Um.
3: <laughs> yeah. Go in there. And let us come with you.
6: <laughs> yeah. We'll do it. You know, let's do the podcast from there.
3: <laughs> you're stupid. It's nothing. Go get a test. Oh, I
6: haven't, I haven't been avoiding it. it. It's a I just blood test. Haven't, I haven't yeah, you're avoiding, you're avoiding they
4: it. You're avoiding it. You, you got to get the colonoscopy just for the drugs. It's so awesome. <laughs> Is yeah, but they put you under now, so it's not as cool. Oh, it's I, waking up. I
0: watched up. my last one on TV. This time they put you under. What do they find in yours? Every time they find a little something, it puts me on the five-year plan, but nothing nothing any, that I'm ever going to worry about. Any silverware? A uh... couple of empty uh, surly cans and some lawn furniture. <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah.
0: And the class ring. And my class ring. <laughs> class ring. That's yeah. what. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Go
6: Pioneers! <laughs> that's
4: the one you're wearing right. today right. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <looks good.
6: laughs> you brought it to mold and it cleans up well <laughs> what the hell did you do to this thing oh. just shut up and clean it <laughs> new research oh, says thank you for continuing yeah, John.
2: making important decisions on an empty stomach can lead to poor choices Scientists at the University of Dundee in Scotland. Well, you'll never
0: be affected by that, will you? No, I'm good here.
2: <laughs> Scientists at the University of Dundee in Scotland found that hunger significantly altered people's decision making, making them impatient and more likely to settle for a small reward that arrives sooner than a larger one promised at a later date. Benjamin Vincent, who carried out the study, thinks it's important that people know an empty stomach might affect their preferences. Says there's also. Reaver, de- shut up. Look at him. What?
3: He's in third grade. You, just the line that got me was "Go pioneers!" Go pioneers! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: I'm sorry, Charlie. Uh, oh,
0: God, he'll be okay. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm an old man doing this. I can't believe it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> just hold out for a few more, please, right. please. For a few, what do more,
0: you do? More. Well, I've, I've run a philanthropic organization, right. sure, and nice. I'm proud of my <laughs> high school education. And you, I founded two oil companies, and uh, oh. we we two are we're able to contribute to uh, nice. uh, charity. And uh, I was a long time highly recognized teacher. My brother leans over and says, "Tell him you're getting a new fart
5: button." <laughs> 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 uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: This is a bad shoplifter, an accused oh, shoplifter. Make this the last story. All then. right, we will. What an, the hell? An accused shoplifter trying to flee the Bayonne Walmart Sunday afternoon in a car. Yeah. First, hit a shopper riding a motorized cart twice. Yeah. Before she then crashed into the police cruiser that was there to check out who was shoplifting. It wasn't your old
3: man, was it, Rook? Do we have an age on no, this I driver. I don't think so. If he. Thirty-four. Ah, Thirty-four. Thirty-four. No, 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 no. I meant in the motorized cart. That's who the driver ran into at Walmart. Oh,
6: he could have been because my dad's going to barrel on through. I don't care what kind of How vehicle. How do you hit yeah. him twice? Uh, reverse, go, beep, beep. <laughs> yeah. go. I'm coming again. That's what my dad does.
2: She was trying to get out of the parking lot, according to police, and uh, ran into the cart. And then an argument started between this person and the victim. And Smith tried to flee again when she hit the cart again, and then drove right into the police cruiser. So
3: you got to tell the story, about it. Here we are. About the old man again, because I love that Going one. Going to Walmart? Yeah,
6: <laughs> we, I was taking him on a little shopping spree to Walmart. He needed to get some stuff, and uh, um, he has a he has a a walker. Yeah, and I was gonna you know, bring him in and have him go. Take a grocery cart. That would be his new walker. We'd, we'd put the walker away. So, of course, uh, we went in. I took the walker from him, set him up with the grocery cart, and he made a beeline for the uh, the electrical walkers. Yeah, yeah. And he's trying to get in and out of the thing. It's going, bam, 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 <laughs> bam. And he's, he's, you know, there's people putting produce out, and he's just... Barreling right through, <laughs> but he finally gets—he can't stand. But he gets to the sausage section and he sees Jimmy Dean, and boom! Whoop, up he goes, he up. Back. Yeah, it's like he can walk again. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. <laughs> and he gets yeah. seared by Jimmy Dean. Jimmy <laughs> Dean gets the sausage, sits down, <laughs> into the egg carton where the guy's sitting there, and he just—he just. There's no stopping him. He's at Walmart.
0: Well, every time my uncle Jimmy escaped the home. Uh, they could find him, because they, they would just see a scooter parked in front of a saloon
5: on 7th Street.
4: <laughs> There's Jimmy. He's at Mancini's he is, tonight. <laughs> oh. Oh. I'm, you, about to, uh, I'm about to finish my payment here on thecoffeegrounds.com. Uh, I'm ordering for us here at the office two pounds of the Krabby Coffee Shop blend and one pound of the GL blend. I'll try a Spoon Lake. One pound of the uh, Spoon Lake blend for you, Such, and one a pound of the decaf the johnny height Uh, guitar blend so i'm going to finish that order up and go home
6: i'm going to run over to fred loney's i've got to buy my uh fall mums for the front baskets if you're looking for a great selection fred loney's ace hardware and garden stores you can of course get a fine selection they got all their fall flowers out right now i was told run out and get two mums for the fall and you know what mike will be able to accommodate don't look at me like that, you guys (laughs) Anyway, go to garagelogic.com for more podcast news, back podcasts, and And Mum Talk. Mum Talk on garagelogic.com.